Disclaimer, Joss, Jules, and Nevermore are not professional therapists. They will be sharing their personal experiences and advice, but this is in no way a substitute for professional help. There is also a good chance of swearing, tears, and triggering conversations, so listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Slaying Demons, a podcast about facing your fears in life and being the best version of yourself. I'm your host, Jocelyn, and joining me, as always, are my two lovely ladies, Jules and Nevermore. Hello, ladies. Hello. <laughs> How are you guys you doing all tonight? We're all, we're all back. We're home from BlizzCon. We're all safe and somewhat rested now. No, no con crud. <laughs> yeah. No con crud. No con crud. Which is awesome. And I only had, I had a raspy voice. On that, t- when you guys did uh, Heroes on Tuesday, I, it was not good, and it came back pretty quick. But I was able to do Torn Think Tank on Thursday, which hasn't happened for a couple years after BlizzCon. So, <laughs> so I didn't completely blow out my my vocal cords this year, which is awesome. I did, and, and <laughs> literally the first <laughs> night I was there. So we went to Medieval Times, Nevermore and I, and we were cheering our hearts out oh. for the Red Knight, who won. And yes. uh, yeah, I lost my voice. Yep. It is awesome. Like I, I got to experience that. You guys went Wednesday, and I went Monday, and had the red night. And the the coolest thing about that whole thing is like, he emailed, like beforehand because he was a fan of Torn Think Tank, and he wanted to be my knight. He knew I was coming, and so I was just like, this is so awesome. So I've got some great pictures. Yay! With him. Um, and his, made me- and his, um, his horde bracers. Let's his just, oh, the red and black knight has horde bracers. We just need to point that out, Jules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I know. I'll take it. I'll take it. I, I consider myself bifactional when it comes me to World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> that is so much fun. We had such a great week. Yeah, we really perfect nomad, too, mm-hmm. because he was awesome for everybody's visit for there. Yes, I, he is incredible, and he made all of us. And we went on two separate occasions, but it was an like the coolest experience for all of us. Like, I heard the same things from you guys that mm-hmm. I got to experience, which was just so fun. Well, and yeah. I've never been to medieval times before, even though there's Either. one not far from us. Um, it's actually, I think, the only one in Canada is like not very far away from us. And uh, but I just never been. It like opened when I was a teenager. As far as I remember, I might have even been younger than that when it opened. And it was the kind of, oh, that looks super cool. Like, you know, dinner and tournament. Yay, that sounds fun. But I just never went. Um, and then, yeah, so this is the first time I'd ever gone. And I was a little bit worried because part of our, our tour did actually show us, like, the, the kind of, like, training area. And so it showed, that like, them learning the moves and stuff like that and learning the fights, which was cool to see. But I was like, 
oh man, this looks like more like a dance than a fight, you know, like, <laughs> but then when they actually like got into the arena, they were so hardcore. There were sparks flying off the things and like they were diving off of horses and like really beating the crap out of each other. And I was like, whoa, yeah. this is, this is awesome. <laughs> we were freaking out. We were screaming so loud and Jocelyn and I were on the end of our area, like right next to like the, yeah, right stuff. where so everybody got really rode in. Pictures, all that. <laughs> yep. It was so fun. Seriously. Uh, As you can tell, we're doing a BlizzCon recap episode. Yes. Playing demons. <laughs> and you're going to have to deal with all of these kinds of stories, you guys. Yeah, we had, well, we have so many great stories this year. So many awesome memories. I know I got, I, I had a thing this year because, um, I didn't necessarily feel left out in previous years, but I definitely felt like I missed out. So what I did this year is I decided no matter how I was feeling, no matter what was going on, like I was just going to say yes to everything. Like if someone said, hey, do you want to? I was just going to say yes, which was amazing and a great time and meant I did tons and tons of things. I was so tired <laughs> by the time BlizzCon was done. I was like, holy hell. I was like, I, I went to Disney the last day, so the Sunday, and like I could barely stand up. My feet hurt so bad. And I was just like, no, must Disney said yes. We'll go on rides. Oh, lines. It was awful, but amazing at the same time. <laughs> well, talk a little bit. I think we need to to kind of back up a little bit and talk about like um, what happened to poor Nevermore because it kind of it kind yes. of like shaped the entire week for for you and for uh, and for everybody because it was just like we should talk about that. Yes, Nevermore. I mean, people have heard story. the story, but. Um, but it, some of you may have heard the story, but she should tell it from her own perspective. Yeah. Okay. So we, on, it was Thursday, right? Okay. Yeah. So Thursday, because Wednesday night is, um, what's the event? Medieval, medieval times. times. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, we did medieval times and then the next day got up, we had chicken and waffles, whatever. <laughs> and then we're like, okay, well we have to go get our swag, you know? So we go over there, we take pictures and stuff. And like, I'm like prepped with prizes. Like I have like a giant box of prizes that I'm just planning on giving out the whole weekend. Right. So we're heading to the convention center. We do our normal, like take a picture in front of the BlizzCon building, you know, all that kind of stuff. We walk down, we get our swag bags. We see Pat wave to Pat, you know, in the hall we walk up the stairs head past the fountain where there's like the food trucks because there's you know the hilton building is next yep. to the convention center and everything so they always have the food trucks lined up down there um and i you know i have been stopped or no because i had taken the picture of my prize before we even headed to get the loot boxes right so i took a picture of this murloc and an egg and i'm like yay okay i'm gonna tweet it whatever and that's when i had started to tweet it was when ben was talking to pat you know so we're tweeting it and then walk past the fountain the food trucks have these barriers on the sides to stop people from walking into like the hilton valet area or the marriott valet area it's to keep everybody kind of condensed in the middle because it gets really packed it gets of people so right? busy yeah so we're walking on the side that's closest to the hilton because we're going to go back over there and see people before we do whatever right so as we start to turn behind the food trucks, there's a hydrant in the path. So I'm like, oh, well, there's like six whatever people coming. I'll step to the side. Bad idea because <laughs> the curbs are like 
they have like the curve on the curve. They're weird, yeah. The they they kind of like make this like weird like S shape almost. Like yeah. they're curved on yeah. instead of just being slope like a down. right angle. Yeah, they kind of slope down curves sort of. Because the barriers have these like huge long feet on them. So mm-hmm. even if they were on the sidewalk, you'd probably trip on that, whatever. So I stepped off the curb onto the rolled part and I rolled my left ankle and I fell and I slammed my right knee into the concrete. I was like instantly like I fell and I was like I knew there was people there so my anxiety is like I'm okay I'm okay I'm okay <laughs> like just over and over again right so then I look and it's just Ben and I'm like, <laughs> like and I just start like bawling and like freaking out and like panic thinking and everything so I'm like oh my god like I just broke my knee like what's happening and I'm bawling Ben's trying to keep me like sane with like logic stuff and like I can, <laughs> how dare like, he feel- logic <laughs> I could feel like the swelling underneath my jeans. Like I could, Ben can't see it, but he was able to get me to stand up. I can like feel that. I'm not able to like hobble to the little bench around the corner. Right. So like, we're just kind of standing there. Like, yep. and he's like trying to get me to go somewhere. Um, Sky and her daughter had come over there. She's like, what's wrong? Cause I'm just standing there like crying. Thank God. It was like away from people, like not in like a huge crowd. Like there wasn't very many people. Pat walks over. He's like, Oh, I didn't get to say hi to never. What's wrong with you? Like everybody's freaking out. So I text Joss and this is funny because I'm like, I fell because of course I did. Those were the two texts I sent to her. Yeah. Right? So then, then I thought it was a joke. <laughs> I thought it was like, oh, ha ha, yeah, whatever. Like, it's fine. Laugh it off. Like, no big deal. And then... She didn't really say anything. So then I'm like, okay, well, they're like, Jules is in the Hilton. I'm like, well, I, I haven't seen her yet. I'm like, I want to see Jules. So, like, we're just kind of standing there waiting for Jules to come outside. Ben's like, you need to go sit down. I'm like, but I want to see Jules. So yep. we're standing there. I'm crying, waiting for her to come out. Oh, it was so- that was terrible because here, here's what happened on my end with this. I get a message saying Nevermore and Ben are outside. And so I am heading to go out to meet them. And a fan of one of my shows sees me walking towards the door and stops me and starts talking to me. And I was like, I, and I was like, I, you know, I wanted to spend time and talk to him. And I'm like, I got, I got to, no, they're waiting for me. In the meantime of this happening, I get a message from Evil Lonnie, who comes over to tell me that Nevermore has fallen outside and she's got to go. And but she's waiting for me. So <laughs> so I have to tell these fans, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I need to go out there and get to her because <laughs> I hope she's not too far away. So I like run out there and there she's. The first thing she says to me is, I fell. <laughs> And I just held her and she's crying. And I'm like, like, honey, it's okay. okay. You're okay. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to make sure we can get her. Like Ben is trying to get a lift. uh, He called called the lift. And then the the Hilton wouldn't let the lift do the little U-turn out. He's like, my girlfriend broke her knee. He's like, (laughs) we're going to let her go through. (laughs) So I yelled at the ballet guy to let our lift driver through. And then. Good job, Ben. (laughs) I get in the lift, like, he gets in the front. I, like, can barely scoot across the back because, like, at this point, my knee's so swollen, like, I can't bend it at all. So, like, we slide in the back. The guy's like, do you want to go to urgent care? Should we go to urgent care? And I'm thinking, fuck no. Like, I don't have money to go to urgent care. I can barely afford to be here right now. Like, the hotel. So we get all the way back there. Ben helps me hobble to the elevator, hobble upstairs to our room. 
we walk in and Jocelyn's all like, hey, guys. Like, she can't see us because there's the corner from the bathroom. She's like, hey, guys. Like, all happy. And I'm like, oh, my God. Break down. I was like, what happened? I was like, I thought we were laughing about this. We're not laughing about this? We're not laughing about this, no. That's like, okay. We have to take off her pants. So I'm so <laughs> glad because our other roommates are John and Rose. So I was like, I'm glad Matt wasn't there. It was just Jocelyn. So I'm like, that's okay. You can take my pants off. It doesn't matter. So we stole the little thing off the end of the bed and threw it on and got ice and everything. And it was just so dumb. And like, I planned this whole, like I've been buying all my cute dresses on Poshmark. So I had like, my suitcase was like full of dresses and like Which no was, normal clothes. That was literally like the next thing she said to me is, oh, I brought was dresses. <laughs> like, and outside the Hilton, I was like, I'm going to look stupid at Disneyland for Dapper Day. Like that's where my mind was going. It was like disaster thinking in so many different yeah. directions all at once. I so, was yeah. actually, I was pretty worried about you at that moment because I, I could see it. I could see all of the disaster. Like, I'm never going to... I'm at BlizzCon. I hurt myself. I'm not going to be able to walk anywhere. And I, it just started yet. Like, it's I not know. the con yet. <laughs> and, so I, and so I was so happy. Like, I was so happy that you came to con before the storm even if it was just for a little bit. And I'm, I'm telling people, I'm like, get her to the CTR party on Friday, we will make sure she can sit down. Like, I will make sure of this. I run this damn thing. Like, you know. <laughs> it was really nice because, um, like, you know, Joss and Ben had to go and get ready and do all their stuff, you know, so I'm kind of sitting there. And Eve came over. She came over and spent time with me while I was just in the room, and she helped me make buttons for Row, and we just hung out for a little bit, and then we went and got ready and stuff. But, um, yeah, so that was it. Was kind of rough. The whole week was, <laughs> yeah. It's and it's still my knees, but you push, but but you pushed that, through. That bruise was nasty. Oh my like, god, nasty! <laughs> it was, it was. Like, I feel like was it the next morning or because when you first did it, it was like the swelling was so much that you couldn't even really see the bruise. And then yeah, it was like it was the swelling. Like yeah, like and then the swelling even... like went down. You woke up the next day, and I swear to God, I was like, I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to panic you, but I was like, <laughs> oh my, I think her leg might like fall off. <laughs> it, was, it, was, up, yes. it was like I, eight inches of like black, like black, yeah. black bruise. It wasn't even like, yeah, I was just like, it looks fine, honey. You're going to be great. <laughs> went through the entirety of blizzcon and mm -hmm. 15 hours at disney yeah I, well at that point i was like dude screw this like i paid a lot of money for both these things like I, it's as happening long as I can walk, it's happening and i mean people were like if it was gonna happen anywhere like a place where i have like not hundreds but lots of friends who are like yeah. my family like that was like this huge heartwarming thing because everybody's asking if I'm okay. Like Ben went to um, calm before the storm and without me for a little while. And everybody's like, I heard she fell. Where is she? Okay. Like the whole time. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like I didn't expect that at all. So it was, it was really nice that people cared and stuff. So long story short, <laughs> fell big bed bruise. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that was unexpected and not fun, but it was it was really nice to get taken care of by a whole bunch of people. Yeah. So thank well, you, you everybody who helped get me ice and sit down and <laughs> make sure I was okay. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So, Jules, you organized, and you kind of alluded to it during Nevermore Story, you organized the CTR party this year. It is, what, the fifth year in a row now for the CTR party? And so what was that What was that experience like for you? You know what? This, this year was interesting for me because, you know, it's five years of doing this. But this year we had... We really had our shit together because I was I've been full time doing this stuff as my job, which meant we could really get our we could sink our teeth into it a lot better, right. we were much better prepared. We had a lot of, you know, there was still a lot of craziness at the last minute, but we were re- like, I felt so good going into this party and I wasn't nervous until Friday hit. And then I was started the anxiety started to hit me. And I was just like, what if this, what if this, what if this, what did I forget this? Did I forget this? I only forgot like one thing and it wasn't crucial. Um, and we just figured it out. Mm. But so we get there, uh, get everything start to set up and I'm like, okay, I'm good. Things are good. I'm, I'm feeling good. And then they start telling me that the live stream internet is dead and we're supposed to go live at eight o'clock and it's seven 45 and they still haven't gotten it up. <laughs> and I'm just like, ah, and that's what she said. And- <laughs> I was just going to say that, but I'm like, it's kind of weird because it's like, <laughs> I know, I had to give you that. I figured I'd just giggle and, and let you continue yeah. with your story. But <laughs> thank you for doing yeah. that for me. <laughs> of course. So, um, and so we're, I'm frantically trying to get help, trying to get this fixed up. And we didn't wind up getting to go live until 845, which sucked. And, you know, I was, I'm like, I started to get really frustrated because I'm like, we paid for this internet and, um, well, and that's not the first time it's happened either. Right. Like you guys had internet last year, internet issues last year, like with people overloading the, the connection and stuff. And yeah. And that was our fault. Like we did that. This was partly the most of this was not our fault. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and we were having tech issues on the top of it. So 8.45, we finally go live. And during that time, the room filled. Like, it filled. It was and packed it, in there. It did not stop. Like, we have never seen this kind of turnout. And I felt so bad because there were so many people who were approaching me during this time frame to come over and say hi. And I just did not have time or the mental space because I was just pissed off. Mm-hmm. To just try to, to to deal with them, and I had to apologize to so many people. I'm so sorry. I don't have time to talk to you right now. I, I think didn't everyone understands. Yeah, I came up <laughs> yeah, and I hugged high. you from behind, and then was like, "Okay, I'm gonna leave you alone now. I just wanted yeah. to get my hug in." <laughs> I just felt so bad, and I, you know, I mean, I'm looking at the photos from the party that were taken, and I'm like, "That happened." Like, I didn't even see when Kaz came in in her hogger costume. Like, so much happened that I missed because we were stressed out trying to fix this. And, you know, the hotel took care of it on the bill and everything, and they took it off the bill. But I was just like, yeah. But but the problem with running an event like that is that you just miss so much. Mm -hmm. And, I, you know, people want to come talk, and I'm just like, it's not the time to come talk to me because I I have – I'm being pulled in every direction. Somebody needs something. And, and just, you know, <clears throat> so we went, we, we, we it, party went till midnight. People were, of course, straggling until like, you know, we finally kicked them all out at qu- like quarter to one. <laughs> like, guys, my feet are bleeding. I want yeah. to <laughs> 
Um, but we were hearing so many amazing comments about how it was this, the best turnout we'd ever had. A great party. We upped our game on a lot of stuff, and it felt really, really good. So um, we were super we were super happy with how it went. And um, so I and we have some really lofty ideas for 2018. I got to tell you, like, it's already brewing. And I'm like, <laughs> if that happens, uh, my sanity is probably going to be hanging by a thread if I do what I'm planning to do. But it should be awesome. So oh, that's cool, Jules. Somebody in the chat room said sounds like a pro tip for next year is to build time for people to do a meet and greet with the people who are hosting it. Yeah, like you know what happens. it's like I so we start setting up now. The party started at eight o'clock. We started setting up at five, and there wasn't a moment like I was going to pull the team together to do like a huddle beforehand. Like you know, hey, you know, you know, thank them for all their volunteer. It was like I I had no opportunity to do that, Mm -hmm. and it was just like it because it all hell breaks loose. Everybody is just like everywhere, and um, it happens every year. Yeah. So it's like, I'm going to have to figure something else out because that doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> it just doesn't work. But um, it was awesome. People were happy and that's good. That's it was matters. a lot of fun. It was, yeah. I mean, once I, once I got there and was like, I kind of hid where there's the bartender. There was like a safe place just past that <laughs> where I could kind of stand up. I tried to stand as much as possible just so that, you know, whatever. But, um, you know, people came over randomly. To me, so I didn't have to like, I don't mingle anyway. It's the yeah. whole anxiety safety bubble thing. Like there's just a ton of people that I don't know. So that worked out for me because people who knew me would come over and say hi or whatever. But I just, I don't mingle. So if I didn't say hi to you, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's not that I'm being rude. It's totally a social anxiety thing where I, I have like my comfort bubble and I have to be around people I know to be like myself. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't purposefully mingle. So. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's just, everybody kind of found their space for that kind of thing too. It was really, really good. Um, You know, I, we may have to go bigger space. Who knows? I mean, it just felt like you guys could use the space. Yeah, for sure. Even when, yes. so I think I got there because um, we recorded Angry Chicken starting at eight o'clock. So I feel like I probably got there around like 10. So yeah. like significantly after the party had actually started and like, oh my God, it was like, all right, Joss needs a drink, throwing elbows to the bar. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It looks like we need more bartenders and more room. Yeah. And more room. Just, yeah. yeah. It's uh, and it was awesome for that. People were having so much fun, and we had all these light up swords that we were giving away. Those and are hilarious! Oh my gosh, I, I could see the Hilton staff like looking at us, like, "You sure about this, right?" You can see they have to have plastic tons of weird, con- like weird conventions coming through town. I was gonna being say, right yeah. there. <laughs> they love us. They do. Yeah. They really do love us because we've been we're a great group and we don't cause problems. Yeah. So, um. So, yeah, that was the the crux of, like, my BlizzCon experience. And then it was trying to just, like, decompress after that. And I was on – I was running on adrenaline for days. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when I saw Jocelyn on Sunday as she was heading off to see Thor, um, I was finally starting to come down from the adrenaline crazy. Yeah, you looked a little bit like, oh. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, hi, Joss. I just want to say hi and bye. Hi, bye. <laughs> Well, I because I walked right past you guys and I'm like, I ah, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> don't go yet. Uh, so that that was my um, and I had a wonderful BlizzCon. I got to see, 
I get to see my friends, which is always incredible. Not long enough, which is not mm, o- not okay. Yeah, it's never long enough. I was just talking to Ben earlier. I'm like, I feel like I just didn't see you. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, even when, because I know for BlizzCon, I've started trying to travel either on the Tuesday or Wednesday. Like, so usually I travel on the Tuesday, get there late Tuesday night. Um, this time I was lucky enough to get a super, super early flight on Wednesday morning. So I got there at like 10 a.m. on Wednesday. Um, but even adding like two days on each side of the con, it just never feels like long enough because a lot of people kind of get there late Thursday night and leave Sunday morning sort of thing, which I yeah. know is what happened with uh, with uh, Kyle and Kristen, who I love and I love hanging out with them. They're so much fun. But like I didn't get to see them hardly at all because it's just like there are so many people to see so many things to do. Um, it's it's absolutely crazy, 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 yeah. crazy throughout the whole con. So. I feel like we need like nerdcation or something like just a giant nerd vacation where like there's no panels to see. There's no nothing to do. There's just like, hey, let's go get a meal and then let's have a drink and then let's go sit by the pool and like just hang out. In our and hang out. Yeah. Let's all just hang out without any kind of extra anything. Because <laughs> I you know what would... that is. That's, what? that's going to Vegas or something. Yeah. Yes. It's like. That's like a, a, you know, a Vegas trip for, you know, whoever wants to go and whoever wants to, you know, you could go do a bazillion things in Vegas, but you don't have to do any of them. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's what we need. We just need a giant vacation for everyone to just well, go to. Or a cruise ship. A or a cruise. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. let's go on a cruise. <laughs> I know. I would love it. I would, you know, that is a dream of mine, actually. It's a, it's a goal. Life goals mm-hmm. for Jules is to organize a nerd cruise. Um it would be a nightmare, but it would be awesome to organize something like that. Like a Joko, like the Joko cruise crazy thing, you know, an entire cruise ship filled with awesome nerd people. Mm. I do hear that in uh, chat room is, is talking about it right now that uh, there is some sort of a TMS meetup ish mm-hmm. thing in Vegas in April. So that yep. is actually uh, the next thing I think I'm going to try to do. Um, so Next year, I think, is going to be a big travel year for me. But I found um, me personally at BlizzCon, outside of all of the awesome, you know, panels and events and stuff, BlizzCon for me was really um, a good networking opportunity. And um, I, like, I love Matt to death. He is the best thing that's ever happened to me. He's amazing. But I've got to say, not having him with me at BlizzCon this year was professionally a very good choice because he is like my happy place, my safety bubble, my like we we yep. love to do so many things together. We never get sick of each other. Like we just love hanging out, which means that like because we're like best friends too, I don't talk to anybody else because like I'm talking to him and I want to talk to him and I want to spend time with him. So he's my focus. And this year not having him there was huge for me from a networking perspective I met so many new people I got my ass kicked up and down by jury with like professional advice basically and he was just like don't do that don't do that why aren't you doing that come on like smack 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 and I was like oh thank you like so I had like conversations and got advice um from people that normally I would almost like keep at arm's length and not because I like I don't like them or don't want to talk to them but it's just like it's so hard when your significant other is there to to do the, all those professional things. So mm-hmm. I uh, I felt that professionally, this BlizzCon was probably my best ever BlizzCon because that was 100% my focus. And I was like, okay, 
if I am here and he is not, like, I'm going to make use of this time. I'm going to make it worth it because, like, a week away from Matt was crappy. <laughs> so it's hard. Hey, it was, hey, I kept you company. I know you. Yes, you. You are a great <laughs> and snuggler. Made sure you were safe. <laughs> I'm like, you tell me when you get places. Have you eaten yeah. yet? I'm getting you food. <laughs> yeah, uh, which you totally failed at on Saturday. On Saturday, I realized like I had. Oh, actually, no, you did bring me food Saturday night. That's true. But I had eaten a muffin and a pretzel. <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> I went well, to order funny. food and she they like... closed the kitchen. So I was like, I guess I'm just having beer. There's calories in beer. I could live on that, right? <laughs> she totally like, on, I think it was for Sunday for Disney when Ben was trying to wake me up. She was like in my back, like, like curled up, like in my back, like asleep. Like I put a picture on Twitter, a black and white picture on Twitter. I was like, I don't want to get out of bed. Jocelyn's snuggling me. <laughs> Well, if you want to go to Disneyland, you have to go. Like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really, I'm so glad that you had time with someone like Jerry, though, mm -hmm. Justin Robert yeah. Young, because his professional, like having somebody who can just kind of look at your pr professional world from an outside perspective, that's been done for me. It's mm. awesome. It's incredible. Yeah. And this, you know, to say, I'm, you know, you should be doing this. You, and, and honestly, it, it, it puts you out because it puts you outside your comfort zone. You'd be willing to listen, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're willing to entertain ideas that you wouldn't or, you know, or introduce yourself to people that you may not have normally done. Yeah. Which I is actually, something that I did too. I met. And unfortunately I only got to, to hang out with him for a very, very brief time. Um, right at the beginning, I think it was actually Wednesday too. It wasn't even, or maybe Thursday, like it wasn't even the actual con days. Um, but I actually met one of uh, the most popular Diablo 3 streamers, which is someone who is totally outside of my network. Like, I do not play or, you know, watch Diablo 3 streams or anything like that. But he's, like, super, super into Diablo stuff. So just getting to talk to him and talk about, like, you know, how to keep your stream interesting when the game that you've kind of built your career on is waning and, like, just these conversations I never would have had had I, you know, been more in my comfort bubble with Matt. So it mm -hmm. was, uh, it was a really great experience. Um, I just, yeah, this BlizzCon just kind of blew my mind from just so many different perspectives. I mean, guys, battle for Azeroth. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that Banshee whale, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's you know, so many more people on the Sylvanas bandwagon. I'm okay with that, but you gotta go with the people who have like loved her from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, did you guys were you guys in the main hall for the opening ceremony? No, no, I was in the heroes hall, which I kind of wish and apparently they were tweeting out a little bit and I missed it. Um, but I didn't realize that they were doing multiple stages this year. It's the first year ever that they did that. And I would have gone down to the Hearthstone stage had I realized that, you know, it wasn't just going to be kind of like big screens everywhere. So I was at the hero stage and they didn't do anything on the hero stage. So. No, I was at the Hearthstone stage with mm. a whole bunch of people. And uh, so I had a whole crew of people that were there hanging out. And Ben's <laughs> did you vote for certain just... death? <laughs> we, oh, of course we did. Like, come on, the fire, the certain death. Yeah. Like, come on. Um, that room was awesome. Like, we were, we were in there, and there's just Ben Brode. He's just hanging out, talking to people, you know, lying to people that want to talk with him. And uh, that stage was super cool. And then when he came out on the stage to do the announcement, um, that room was loud. We were mm -hmm. loud yelling for which, <laughs> which paths to take. 
for kobolds and catacombs. Mm-hmm. It was fun. And so, yeah, it just it just was a cool experience for us. Very cool. I was in my room because <laughs> I couldn't. Everybody left to go find seats, and I was like trying to put my pants on. <laughs> it took me so long to get ready. Like I didn't even go in there until after opening ceremonies, and then the first huge panel. Because you know how when the main room empties and there's like that huge like wave crash of people and it's like just gridlocked for like I don't even know how long it takes but like you can't get past people I was like nope (laughs) I'm not getting trapped in that I'll just go down you remember that from last year (laughs) right Never more. Well, I remember that from last year. From your people, like like people yep. just push past, and there's both groups of people who are leaving the main hall and trying to get to the main hall, and it's just like this gridlock of people. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'll just wait till it's not super busy and then go fight everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but it was cute. Ben was texting me. Like I eventually, I kind of watched stuff on my phone, but he would text me like huge announcements. So I got like my own little like kind of Blizzard feed. Yeah. <laughs> from him it was really cute that's awesome awesome yeah and so i i'm really happy like in the same thing that you were talking about like kind of getting outside of your comfort zone joss on on a friday before everything started for the party i purposefully took some time by myself Mm. and I, i separated from everybody who i was with and i just walked around and i did my own thing for a couple hours and it was awesome it was so nice just to be able and I, you know, I, I, and I bumped into people that I knew everywhere. It was just yeah. like, oh, you know, Hey, Hey, Hey. And, um, but I had, you know, I had some food and I just, I relaxed and I, you know, kind of got my mind into the right place for where I needed to be for the rest of the night for the party. And there are times where it just is very nice to be able to do that. You know, yeah. I love being around my friends. I love being around the people that I care about. And yet I can have that freedom to just take a little time and enjoy BlizzCon just from my own perspective, too. Well, so. yeah, it's, it's so nice to just, you know, not be beholden to anybody else and just be like, OK, I want to go do X, Y and Z and then just go and do X, Y and Z, not be like, I want to do X, Y, Z and then have the person you're with be like, I want to do A, B, C. And you're like, OK, well, if we do A and then Z and then maybe some B and a little bit of Y action, then you, know, <laughs> like, you don't have to find a friends where she does the numbers. Why, 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 why? Wow. <laughs> oh, never more. I get you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a new emote on my channel right now, guys. Anyway. If you want to throw some Twitch Prime love my way, <laughs> FYI. Oh, man, Nevermore, you're so fun. <laughs> my point was, when you're by yourself, you get to make your own schedule, and you don't yep. have to worry so much about what anybody else wants to do. And if you happen to run into people who are also doing the same thing, you could just be like, oh, hi, and then hang out with them and do the thing you want to do and then leave. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's glorious. Yeah, I, mean, I, I was I was able to, to go into uh, watch the HGC finals. Um, it just turned out that it worked out that way. I was by myself, and I got in there, and it, it, seats were starting to fill up, and so I wound up walking up to the front, and it was just me. And so I all, all I needed to do was find a single seat. Right. So um, so then someone waved me down um, from someone that I knew from Twitter and from Twitch. And I was like, hey, how's it going? And he's like, I have a seat right here. And as that seat happened to be sitting right next to one of the one of the casters for Heroes of the Storm. Oh, Trixler. cool. 
So I was like, yeah. I was like, oh hi, I'm a fan, <laughs> and so it was like, this is cool, and we got to talk a little bit about stuff, and it just these were really unique experiences that I got to do because I was on my own and I could mm-hmm. just decide where I wanted to go and how I wanted to do it, and um, yeah, it was just it, it was super cool. It was really super cool. Anyone yeah. else have any last BlizzCon experiences that they want to share with the Slaying Demons audience before we move into our listener question for the week? I think that's it. We're good. Nevermore, you I good? Met, I met Dunk Train like as I was leaving <laughs> the Hilton. I was like, oh, can I get a picture with you? <laughs> He's like, sure. I mean, he probably didn't care, but I was like, <laughs> I just need one. <laughs> I know. I had a because couple of reasons. Zero. Don't I ask. Like, I want a picture with that person. <laughs> Uh, Darren DePaul, who is the voice of Reinhardt. I got a chance to talk to him for a little and get a picture. He was super nice. The um, one person I still haven't met through all of the years that I've gone to BlizzCon and I want to meet so badly, but I can never find her is Christy Golden. Man, yes. that woman. And I know she was out there too. She was. Garrett met her by accident at the opening ceremonies. And oh, I was no. just like, damn it. <laughs> all I want is like just to say hi and tell her how she is just so brilliant and i love Aww. everything she writes and uh, yeah i'm sure she hears that all day every day but i want hey, to tell her sometimes, sometimes <laughs> just knowing that is good like mm-hmm. i'm sure even though people hear it all the time it's good still <laughs> feedback so yeah that's awesome uh, so we have our listener question that comes to us from Kira Rose Plays, who says, Blurg, major demon today. That moment when you feel super undesirable in your relationships and when your partners try and give you all the reasons you shouldn't feel that way. And you just have to end up feeling guilty for not being able to get over the crappy voice in your brain. So I think this yep. is one that all three of us, I think, can relate to 100%. It doesn't necessarily even have to be romantic partners. It could be yeah. any sort of, you know, partnership. It could be work. It could be, um, like, friends. It, just any time that you feel like whatever it is that you're putting into a relationship is, you know, not enough or undesirable or whatever. Um, every single one of us, I think, can relate to this one. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. Uh, it's it's that feeling. Like, I, I sometimes call it the, the liar the, the like the, it's a complete liar in my head that you know even like like that if that significant other is saying you're beautiful you're attractive you know that kind of thing and i'm like and my brain goes they're lying to you they're just telling you that yeah you know um same thing in a professional thing you know you're so smart you you do such a great job they're lying to you they're telling you this just to blow smoke up your ass. And didn't you, because I feel like we've talked about this before too, um, and I don't think we've ever talked about it on the show, but I know we've talked about it in like our Discord chat, but um, I feel like you call it, what was it, the, the thing where you, impo- yes, thank you. I was like, the thing where you think that you're not the thing that you are. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, imposter syndrome tends to rear its head mostly when it comes to professional world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that you you think that someone is going to figure out that they made a terrible mistake and put you in that role mm-hmm. or gave you that job or that responsibility. And <laughs> Ben is walking behind Nevermore. You guys can't see it. But, it's just uh, <laughs> um, but that professionalism is typically that's typically where it comes in but it's also a very real thing when it comes to relationships and a feeling of attractiveness like you know or to think that you know like here's the thing that happens to me 
like I say, well, I don't find myself attractive at all. So how in the hell is someone else thinking this about me? Like it just like what are you saying? All I see is this. (laughs) You know. Yeah, and then you say all all I see is that flaw and that mm-hmm. role and that you know oh, that's I'm all so I see. So bad at that. Like even as we're sitting here right now, I'm like looking at my video in the show, and I'm just like, oh my god, my roots are so bad. Like, oh my god, my hair looks terrible. Oh, why? It's like, oh, I wish I could have just like not had a camera on me today or what? Like, it's just it's so stupid. Join the club, okay? Yeah. Join the club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's like it's like you're trying to do all of these things and you have all of these thoughts all at the same time. And it's just like, stop it, brain. Stop it. And the thing is, especially in the case of romantic relationships, when like your your partner's telling you like, no, like, Jules, you're gorgeous. Oh, I love it. Like, you look so amazing. I'm so attracted to you or, you know, whatever. And then you're just like okay, I hear you. I know you're saying that, but it's not making the feelings go away. And then it adds the extra level of like, why can't I just feel better guilt on top yes. of that? Because yes. I know like I, I feel that all the time. I felt that even with our professional conversations, Jules, where you're just like, oh, you know, you're doing this and this and this and you're super successful and that's going great. And I'm just like, I know you're telling me all of these things. I still feel the way I feel and I know that I shouldn't. So then I feel bad for not being able to like adjust my thinking. So well, that's why I, when you were saying earlier how you were proud of her for talking to jury, I was thinking that too. Cause I'm like, like we tell you all the time, like we love you. Like we're so proud of you. You're doing so great. Like this is awesome. You're doing this change. That's awesome. But I think having that outsider perspective, especially from somebody who does a whole bunch of that stuff and like can give you the feedback outside of Jules and I, cause not that we're just saying stuff to like kiss your ass. Like <laughs> I don't know technical stuff. So I can only say like, my opinions of certain things that you're showing us, you know, or that I know that you do, which is always usually positive because Mm -hmm. I love you and I'm proud of you. But (laughs) having, you know, outside of us tell you that is good too. Like, Mm -hmm. even though we're being supportive friends, like I'm glad that you heard that elsewhere also. So it's a good point. Cause it's like that partner, that significant other, you kind of sometimes discount their opinion and some all in that the way. time. Oh my God. Yeah. Not sometimes all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I'm trying to be kind about it, but it's true. Yeah. Like, right. So for Kira, when you think about it and you've got your partners who are saying, you know, you're, you're beautiful, you're attractive. I find you, I find you irresistible. You're like, well, you're supposed to say that because you're my significant other. Yeah. But I get in trouble for saying that. (laughs) Do you? What what about? If if I say, um, I'm trying to think of how I say it. If, or if he says something positive like that to me and I'll be like, well, you're just saying that because of whatever. He'll stop me and he'll just be like, I say it because I say it, not because I have to. Like, because he knows that, you know, Mm -hmm. he's not lying to me. He's telling me the truth, but I'm doubting it and it's coming out of my mouth right away. So he just stops it because he knows yeah. me and he's being honest so <laughs> well and that's yeah. and that's kind of the thing that is it's easy to forget it's like we get the feeling like oh well you have to say that or you have to try to like make me feel better or whatever because you know you're my boyfriend husband girlfriend partner whatever like you're my person you have to say that it's like well no I could choose not to be your person like yeah. if I actually found you undesirable I would not desire you and I would not be your person so like that whole like your whole argument is dumb <laughs> and it's just like oh yeah. well yeah when you when you think about it that way then yeah i guess you don't actually have to do anything do you <laughs> yeah and you know there so i have to say that there is you know there is a, a liberation and a freedom to falling into that 
those compliments, you know, mm. to allowing yourself permission to just believe it even mm. for a little bit, you know, because we, I think especially for women, we've been spending a lot of time in our lives being, you know, we're told when we're little, Oh, you're so pretty. You're so pretty, but don't, don't think you're too pretty. You know, like, <laughs> there's a you fine know, don't line be there. <laughs> yeah. Like don't be walking around saying, you know, I'm, I'm a fucking awesome you know, prettiest bitch in this school kind of thing. Cause everybody's <laughs> going to think you got a big old head. So, you know, we, we have to kind of, we, we cut ourselves down and a lot of that is just, you know, it's internal, but it's also social sociological mm. as well, because we don't want to become a threat to other girls. Like we don't want to be coming up there saying, well, I'm prettier than you nevermore. Like, come on, like that, that's not cool. And so, you know, we tend to just downplay all that. Yeah. But think about what would happen if you could to say, I'm going to pretend that that voice doesn't exist for even a day, you know, when you're intimate with a partner and, and just letting that go and just saying, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go with the, with the emotion and go with the feeling. God, that's liberating. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds lovely, it's, Jules. It's hard to like train yourself. <laughs> it's hard to like train yourself backwards thinking, you know. Mm -hmm. Like I saw a thing that it's a little different, but where people, how you you say I'm well, Jocelyn knows because she's Canadian. You say I'm sorry all the time, <laughs> but they're doing I do. A thing where you try to train yourself to instead of say like, oh, I'm so sorry that I'm late or whatever. Be instead of say sorry, you say thank you. You say thank you so much for waiting for me, you know, instead of apologize, like you twist it, you know, for the yeah. little sorries that you're doing. I mean, obviously you should say sorry for some things, but you know, little things that you don't necessarily but it need doesn't, to say for. Yeah. It doesn't need to be in every sentence. Like it is for me. Like I but find you, I apologize all day, every day, always. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. And it's, but, you know, it, it's actually detrimental mm -hmm. to it. Well, and the other thing that I found evermore, since you mentioned the whole story thing, um, I realized a little while ago that I was putting just in a lot of my statements. So I would, you know, be be talking to people and, you know, giving my opinions or advice or whatever. And I'd be saying, well, I just think or, you know, I just wanted to like, excuse me, don't let me bother you too much. But I just think we should do this thing. And it's just like, oh, my God, I'm like making my voice weaker. Like I'm, yep. you know, making myself like I'm constantly doing that whole adjustment and it doesn't make any sense like no yeah. I think this let's do it <laughs> yeah and you know like it's that kind of a, an attitude that I think and I guess way of speaking way of being way of thinking that kind of compounds into this feeling of unworthiness and not enoughness and undesirability that's yeah. all of those things are words <laughs> yeah well, and it's hard to like realize when you're kind of like putting yourself down like it's hard to get that positive flip you know what I mean mm -hmm. like so maybe there's like some sort of way that you can help like trigger that into a reaction you know like it was funny like the other day laying on the bed Ben came over and he kind of patted my butt and I was like yeah it's nice right like, <laughs> it's big, yeah. but it's nice <laughs> like, <laughs> so like you know there's stuff where even if you're self-conscious about it like you have to just I don't even know, like, what the explanation is. Yeah, That's own it. embracing you know? it. You know what? You may feel like, you know, oh, God, my ass is too big. And how could he? He liked it enough to pat it. <laughs> and, it and you went you went with it. And it was, it was freaking liberating. It was like, yeah, 
That's I cool. Tap that ass. But I couldn't pack because for like wearing his pajamas like with our shared roommates or whatever. But for here, I bought them specifically to wear at home because the little buttons, once they unbutton on the side, it makes like a giant U. And I'm like, <laughs> these are for you. <laughs> I, if I find those, I'm going to buy them in more colors because those are at home shirts. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. You when you embrace that swagger and you know that it makes your partner happy. Oh, that's awesome. And it's hard to do it. It's hard to do it, but um if your partner loves you and it sounds like in her case her partners love her very much, you know, they're going to appreciate every little effort that you that you do to kind of like own it, you mm. know. Put on a little sexy number or something like that. Strut it a little bit. And you'll notice they'll notice, but they'll see it. <laughs> well, there's there's days and times, too, where, like, if you have um, not necessarily just, like, your perspective of yourself, but, like, the days where you snip at each other, you know? Yeah. Like, we've had to realize we do it if we're hungry, if we're hot, if we're tired, we'll notice that we're kind of bickering. And you have to, like, you call it as it is. You're like, this is why we're doing this. Like, <laughs> we're going to be done with it. But we also have days where it's, like, at the end of the day, it's just like you're not meeting like at any certain points. And I call it our Jim and Pam day. If you've ever seen The Office, which is my yep. like, favorite TV show ever. <laughs> we call it the Jim and Pam thing where it's just you're just having a day where you're just not connecting. And that's OK. Mm-hmm. You're going to you're not going to be happy, positive all the time. And I have a hard time realizing that myself because um, I disaster think and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, whatever. And he's super logical like Jules. So I <laughs> Jules bed. like it's just like <laughs> opposites, you know, so. I personally have to take a step back on top of it and just be like, Hey, it's not terrible. It's just, we didn't, it was an off day. You know, he might be super stressed out from work. I might be really tired. Like it happens, but communication of what's going on and, you know, be open about things. Um, So I don't know. Yeah. And I, you, you mentioned communication and I think that that's, really, really important here, especially when you're talking about the guilty feelings that you feel for your inability to kind of like let go of those undesirable feelings regardless of what your partner says. And I just, I feel like if you, if you're feeling bad and feeling guilty, that's okay. Those are still your feelings and they're valid. So what you need to do is communicate that to your partner and be like, Hey, okay. I know that you said I should feel better and you find me attractive and desirable and everything else, but I can't shake the feeling. And now I'm feeling guilty for that feeling. So, you know, this is what's going on with me. This is how I'm feeling. And it's this crazy cycle. And, you know, like, so this is just what's going on with me and just being open about what your feelings are, whatever they are is really going to help your relationship. Because I find like, obviously started a whole podcast about it. I'm a talker. Talking out my feelings and my, you know, like (laughs) the things that I'm going through and things that I'm thinking really, really, really helps. And I know that not everyone can be as open as I am, but I think informing the people in your life about what you're thinking and what you're feeling is never going to go poorly. Like the more you can get out there, the better it's going to be for everyone, because I know when I have people in my life who don't talk to me, I start to think it's me. I'm the problem. 
things are really bad. They're upset with me or whatever the case may be. So, you know, the quieter you are, the more you hold back, the kind of more potential resentment they have on their end because they think you're mad at them for no reason. So always, always, always just communication, even if it's something like I feel guilty because I can't shake my bad feelings. That's all you got to well, say. I'll start stuff off with him and I'll say like, I'm disaster thinking this is how I'm feeling right now because like I'm interpreting this this way, even though I know that's probably not it. Like I communicate that that's what I'm struggling with at that moment, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, and there might be something maybe that could help you too is if you, um, if you're feeling that way, maybe there's something your partner can give you in a different type of a love language that would help, Mm. um, like solidify that for you. Like I like, like, if Ben sits over on the couch, like stuff like this, little things that to me means he's interested. He loves me. He cares. You, you know, he's it's thinking like about all, you. It's, yeah. yeah. So even though he's right next to me, like, like he's been sitting like this on the couch lately. And I'm like, why don't you want to like touch me or sit next to me? <laughs> like, I'm like, what's wrong? <laughs> what's happening? And, and he's like, like I'm just, sitting on the I'm couch. Just, I'm comfortable. And I'm like, <laughs> but, but you're like leaning like this. And he's like, it's, it's how I'm comfortable. I'm like, okay, as long as that's all it is, like yep. communicating that it's, I, it's different than normal. That's all. Oh my so. God. Different than normal. <laughs> so Matt works for a tech company and he has the option or has had in the past, the option of working from home. And he was taking that option like four days a week. So he was always home and I loved it. It was great. And then like his, his boss was kind of like, eh, you probably should come to the office more. And he went to the office like two days in the week. And I was like, you hate me. You're mad at me. Why did you leave? What's going on? You get used to a certain know? way. Yeah. And then that changes and you're like, oh my God, it changed. It's my fault. I did a bad thing. What's happening? What have I done? Yep. Oh my God. Yep. It's so true. Yeah. And it's like, but- I had to go to work. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, oh, <laughs> so you, you don't hate me then. Excellent. <laughs> right? Jocelyn and I have the total same brain, I swear. <laughs> but you know what though? We're 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 a year a year into this show. Mm-hmm. And think about the progress that both of you have made in you know, now, you know, Nevermore claims and, and names it to claim it to say I'm disaster thinking. You didn't do that a year ago. Mm-hmm. You didn't know what that was. And now you're saying, I know what I'm doing. I'm acknowledging that I know what I'm doing and I need to claim this out and say it. And well, Jocelyn, we can, we can catch like anxiety outbursts. Like all of a sudden I'll be like, bah! like either angry or scared or whatever. And like, he'll be like, well, I didn't do it. Like, what are you talking to me? I'm like, we'll realize in that second that like, that's what's happening. This is what triggered it. How can he help me? Like, we're, it's really good. Like guys, yeah. communication, like seriously. <laughs> it's huge. And Jocelyn has spent so much time not saying things in the past and now uses this show to like, as we call it lovingly, spleh yeah. all over everything. <laughs> I and spleh my thoughts everywhere. <laughs> and, she, and she does. And she's doing that more with us too mm-hmm. and with Matt. And so, you know, if it, and we've had a lot of people who have commented to us in the Discord that they listened to this show from the beginning and they just started listening to it recently and it's kind of coming in from the beginning look at the progression Mm. look at what has happened from then until now and if you don't have proof by now that this kind of communication helps your relationships and helps you grow as a person then uh, go listen to something else (laughs) because yeah i don't i don't know why you're still here yeah (laughs) i don't know why you're still here there's 35 episodes but you know what 
this this stuff really does help and it's helped all three of us mm-hmm. and we've become better people because of it so well, i Jules, gotta say i I'm even gonna, i even feel I, like you personally you like found yourself oh through God, like yeah. working through stuff on the show like if you look at where you yep. were this time last year and how yeah. just crazy everything was in your life in your head just everything i feel like you have come so far too and really like not straightened yourself out but found yourself figured out who you were and what you wanted and and you yeah. know really are are working work towards it now it. yeah you work so hard and you know seeing those changes has been incredible too so i think all three of us yeah. have come very very far from uh november last year yeah october yeah i found yeah. my voice and i i never I, you know, it was there, but it was, I was afraid to express it, especially in certain circumstances. And now that is no longer the problem. Like, you know, because I've, fe- I've seen the power in being able to express the truth, you know? And so I think we've learned tremendous lessons over the last year and we're going to continue to do so. Like this mm-hmm. doesn't just stop, yeah. but, um, Oh, it doesn't, I, we're not done. I'm not a perfect person now. God damn uh, it. Nope, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Sorry. You're going to keep doing this oh. indefinitely. <laughs> but I've grown so big, Jules. I can't grow anymore. <laughs> Time to grow some more. Let's go buy some new clothes. (laughs) Uh, All right, ladies. Thank you so much for joining me. I think that's going to do it for this week. Uh, Kira, I hope we helped you and answered your question. Uh, If you would like to send in questions to Demons Podcast, you can do so by going uh, going to our Discord, which is discord.gg slash jossplays. Please do join in the conversation there. We have two different channels. One is PG. One is rated 18a or r or whatever you call it in the states it's uh where we put all the fun stuff (laughs) so you guys can uh, go join in the conversation over there or if you would like to remain anonymous you can send your demons to demonspodcast at gmail.com jules where can folks find you on the internet you can find me on twitter at jules rpg you can find me on my show my other show which is torrent think tank on thursdays at eight o'clock central that's twitch.tv slash torrent think tank and Nevermore, what about you? Where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Quoted Nevermore and also on Twitch because I'm going to stream more crafting. Yay! Uh, Twitch.tv slash Geek Asylum is my crafting one, um, which I took a whole bunch of crafting stuff with me to BlizzCon and then all the knee stuff happened and I didn't get to do any of it. But <laughs> uh, I'm going to be putting a whole bunch of my earrings and stuff in my Etsy before Christmas and get that all prepped and ready to go. And eventually we can maybe all stream together, but I know it's going to get awesome. hectic for the holidays, so we'll have to figure that out. And also, before I forget, you asked about other BlizzCon stuff. I have to share this and I have to give a huge thank you to Ro because I was joking when he showed me this that it was going to live at my house, but he picked it for me to have. He gave me this oh, super awesome oh, Fairy Bastion. It's Fairy Bastion by Fabelina, and he gave it to me after Calm Before the Storm. It was the print that he was given. And I was kidding. I was like, I'm stealing this and taking it to my house. And uh, yeah, so thank I... you, Ro, for that. I love all of her stuff. All of the fairy fairy characters that she did. Oh my god, yeah. they look so good. So so, so good. I need to get so, a frame for it. But thank you, Ro. That was very sweet of you. And I, I might in the in the adult uh Slain Divas channel share pictures of my bruising. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> People oh, I was like, share pictures of what now? What <laughs> this is her butt bruising. <laughs> 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 my knee, my knee. <laughs> 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch. I'm at Joss Plays. And like I mentioned, please do go and join our Discord at discord.gg slash Joss Plays. That's J-O-C-E Plays. That's going to do it for us tonight. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And we will see you in two weeks. So bye, guys. Bye. Bye.